0: Everybody, it's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, A.K.A. Malachi36. As you guys can see up here in the little corner right here, Malachi36, and I am here with Gravity Mark Dos on here to my right. Oh, hey! <laughs> what is up, man? man? How are you? Pretty
1: good. Feeling like feeling? Oh man, with that little stunt, I feel like I'm on like a kids show. Like, oh hey, didn't see you there. <laughs>
0: a little sitcom.
1: Yeah, yeah, just the uh, <laughs> just. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing good man, I'm doing good. Just uh just trying to get my set a little bit fixed, trying to get everything on my end straightened out. Um how have you been though? You've been you're looking a lot nicer, uh in your home, sir. With uh with your fancy lights in the background. Look at yeah, you. Yeah,
0: little, little 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 light action right there, little light show. Um yeah, no, I've been I've been good. Uh been actually pretty busy lately, um, in a good way. Uh And, yeah, I'm just really hoping that we just are able to pursue more gaming news, more gaming content, play video games till we drop. You know what I mean? Um, All this good stuff, for sure. Uh, Over the weekend, as you know, off off stream, I was able to uh, get myself an Xbox Series X. So, very happy about that because now I'm able to take full advantage of the Game Pass, which I I told you this off stream. I'm going to tell everybody else this. So, everyone knows that I... Out of all the gaming platforms, I favor PlayStation. I love gaming of all sorts, but I favor PlayStation primarily because they have the stuff that I want. Um, And it's usually uh, exclusive to them. So that's kind of where my mindset comes down to when I think of video games. Um, Rode Xbox off for a very, very long time. Uh, Again, loved playing Halo whenever I was at my buddy's house. Uh, Liked playing some Dragon Age. And, and all that good stuff, um, which I mean, Dragon Age is now on uh, PlayStation, all that good stuff. But regardless, like that's I was I did I did enjoy my time on Xbox for whenever I did play it casually. I just never sought purpose mm-hmm. in ordering one or purchasing one in my uh, in my eyes. But mm-hmm. um, as of the as of E three last month, there's a lot of games that actually did pertain to me and make made me actually want to get a Xbox uh, as well. Um, and I just recently got a Switch 2 as well, which that, that was in the same boat as Xbox for me. Uh, so I picked up my Xbox Series X. I went ahead and upgraded my Game Pass from my PC on over to Game Pass Ultimate. So now I'm able to play everywhere. I'm, I'm mobile as heck. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and
1: I, I'm the most mobile.
0: <laughs> and I went ahead and I downloaded all the Game Pass games that's currently on there right now, which honestly, to, for me, it's not a lot. But... I do have about 10, 12 games that's on there that I did want to uh, play and just have on my console. And the only game I've played so far (laughs) was MLB The Show, which is a PlayStation Studio game. So for majority of this time, it's been primarily a PlayStation exclusive. This is the first time MLB The Show has been on an Xbox uh, platform, and that was my first game I played on my Xbox Series X. It was a PlayStation game. So I haven't really derailed from playstation and, and that was not pur- on purpose either i promise uh, you, that was not there's
1: no intent to like that. you know what it's okay like those are your little water wings in the xbox pool like you had to get your little like your little, little playstation little water. yeah you had to get your little playstation floaties just <laughs> weighed in that that xbox c i mean like i mean honestly it's kind of a i mean honestly it's kind of an xbox kiddie pool like, I mean, because, like, like, Xbox, like, they have a lot of, they have a lot of games, it's just, does it just doesn't feel like it, mm-hmm. you know, because, like, I have, because, like, it's funny you say that, because I, I used my Xbox Series S, like, the same way, where I downloaded, like, maybe, like, eight to ten games that I really wanted to actually play, and then, like, months later, I'm just, like, I haven't touched, like, any of these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, like, I played, like, one for, like, a little bit, and then I was just, like, I go play, like, playstation uh honestly lately i've been playing uh my switch more and funny enough i actually went back to my nintendo 3ds because uh, just at this especially after the announcement of monster hunter stories 2 they were like man you can't play this without having played the first one but if you've played the first one there's going to be a lot of references you're going to get and i'm like well i have to understand the references right so i went ahead and dropped 40 bucks on that game which you, you know it's one of those things that you kind of look at nintendo and you're like come on guys like this game's like five six years old i not going to drop it down. Like, like It's still like day one launch prices, and you're just like, are you sure? Like Sony wouldn't have done that to me. PlayStation would have been nice and said, you know what? This is 20 bucks now, and I would have said, yes, it is. Thank you very much.
0: Xbox would have done the same thing, too, as well. I don't know why Nintendo just I'll stick I don't know. with the prices.
1: I, I don't know why they do it. They'll have games that are like five, six, seven years old, and they'll still just be like, day one launch price. Here it is. I'm just like, why? I don't it's they're like do you want it or not? And I'm like, Yeah I do. They're like day one launch (laughs) price Oh my gosh. But you know what? It's actually a pretty fun game. Like I have to say, even like for the three DS, like I was like wow, like these graphics are super grainy but like it's not that bad. Play style is actually really good, and then like every time I look at the trailer for the next game, I'm like, it it, it just looks like an advanced upgrade version of the first game. And hey howdy hey, I am super excited for that, um, especially because s- I've been looking for like an excuse to use my Switch more. It's mm-hmm. like when you have, because especially like when you have consoles, like you want to like justify having them. Yeah. So like you get Game Pass, you get PlayStation Plus, and then you try to get some games on your friggin switch and then what does nintendo do (laughs) nintendo is just like hey oh by the way we're just we're just not even going to announce this we're just gonna leave this on youtube we'll just let you guys find it yeah
0: that's actually um that's kind of segueing into our very first story of the day to be honest with you um So, again, for anyone that is uh, new to the channel, welcome to ALWT Gaming, which stands for At Least We Try Gaming. um, Every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, for about an hour, hour and a half, uh, me and Dewey Carrot, me and It's the Nine Ball, me and Gravity Mark II, sometimes all four of us, sometimes there's more of us, um, we sit here and give you guys the Nerdy Game uh, news. Uh, gaming news, all the good stuff. We talk about our opinions, about our thoughts, about uh, critiques that we currently have about game gaming platforms, anything that's in the entertainment media business, pretty much. Um, of course, if you guys can check out our YouTube content, our Twitch chat content, just type in ALWT Gaming. If you go to Twitch, which you, if you're watching this live right now, you guys are already there. But if you don't or watch listen on Anchor or anything like that, it's www. Uh, Twitch. Tv forward slash ALWT gaming where you guys can check out more of our loopy stuff every Thursday we do Smite Nights 8pm Eastern Standard Time and then once a month we do a 9 to 5 segment which literally is us playing a video game that we haven't played before or progressed far in at all um, for from 9am Eastern Standard Time until 5pm t- uh, with of course breaks lunch between all that good stuff um but yeah, last month was E3, so it was a little bit hectic schedule-wise, all over the place. Uh, we definitely had a good time with it, though, of course. But you guys are not here for that. You guys are here for Alt Days Gaming, so let's go ahead and get to it. Story number one. We have four, four stories today. We have four topics to talk about. Four of them. Four of them. Bad
1: four of them.
0: Four of them. And one of them... The first story, right. which is your, uh, your face on the, on the thumbnail, which will be on YouTube a little bit later on. But it's your face on the thumbnail, and it's talking about the Switch OLED. Is it what we want? So, uh. <laughs> so before we dive into that, um, the thumbnail in general was, was proactively made. And I say that because it says Switch Pro. It's not the Switch Pro. I have to have that as a full disclaimer. It is not the Switch Pro. However, what it is is, do you want to take story number 1 there gravity?
1: Oh, absolutely. Just give me a second here because I'm super well prepared for this. <laughs> See, this was um th- this whole thing is just really nuts uh to be quite, quite honest with you. Um I like as soon as I saw this, like I had to immediately let you guys know. Yeah. Because it, it was like, oh, like I you know what, I'll, I'll just... I'll, I'll let you know after this story. So! Uh, the Switch OLED. Is it what we want? Mm, I don't know. Steve Watts from GameSpot. Quote, After months of rumors, Nintendo has surprise announced a new Nintendo Switch model. Uh The Nintendo Switch OLED sports a 7-inch screen and a wider adjustable stand. It's coming on October 8th alongside Metroid Dread and will cost $350? What? Oh! The announcement notes, uh, it includes 64 gig of internal... Come on, Nintendo, what do you... You know what? It's in those... You know what? It's in the expandable storage, I'm telling you. Ugh, hold on. I just put a pin in that one. 64 gigs of internal storage. Just sit with that for a second. Enhanced audio and a wired LAN port built into the dock. Aside from the HD support in the dock uh the uh the debut trailer makes no mention of performance improvements or 4k support and the technical specs from nintendo confirm it maxes out at 1080p on uh in tv mode it will come in the white and black finish with the white dock which honestly it looks really slick uh shown in the trailer and a neon red and blue set uh Set with a black dock. Uh, all previous Joy-Con controllers will be compatible with the new unit. Prior to the announcement, reports widely suggested that the device would have a 7-inch OLED screen and a faster graphics element uh, from NVIDIA, capable of outputting a 4K in docked mode. Nintendo confirmed to The Verge that this model quote does not have a new CPU or more RAM or previous Nintendo uh, from Nint- previous Nintendo Switch models. Uh, You can check out the full technical specs below, uh, which was below in that article. But speaking of, jeez, Willy, wow, my gosh, hold on a second. There's a lot to unpack here. So first of all, let me just throw this out there. Yeah. I stumbled upon the the Japanese video, like, directly from Nintendo, uh, it was like i think it had been at that time like it was like 22 minutes since it had like been like posted mm-hmm. and so i and so like i just looked at it and i'm like oh like is that someone's like mock-up or they're like i made the nintendo switch better and i was like oh that's kind of cool let me look at it and i'm like oh no that's from nintendo and then i was as i watched it i'm like is just this just like a new color is this just like uh like when playstation was like hey look we have new playstation 5 controllers for the playstation 5 you don't have <laughs> mm-hmm. like i was wondering if it was just going to be one of those moments where it's like look the same thing in new colors but as i kept watching more i was like oh is has a bigger screen oh oh no 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 this is a new this is a new model this is a new model hold on i have to i have to tell everyone about this like the like the man just busting through his front doors I have to tell someone about this everyone must know but everyone must know about the 64 gigs of internal storage what is this this is ridiculous do you know what I had to do for my switch recently I had to buy a hundred uh, what was it like 128 gig uh, micro SD for it just to expand the storage. And you're telling me Nintendo can't put more than sixty-four gigs into that thing? You're telling me that Nintendo can't just put more than sixty-four gigs in there? It's like, well no, how will we make money off of the expendable storage? <laughs> Come on, like I see I we we see the marketing here. Come on, like don't don't do that. I mean I get that you want money, you're gonna get my money, just chill out, Nintendo, let me store some games on there, jeez uh i mean i don't know i'm i i go back like nintendo's like the one console that i go back and forth on with like having like physical cartridges versus actually having like the just just the digital game Mm -hmm. yeah like with i mean obviously with xbox i'm all digital uh playstation i'm like pretty much all digital like but i have the disc drive so i can like put discs in if i want uh but like, with Nintendo, like, I go back and forth because I'm like, I'm an old school guy. Like, I like, I like me some cartridges. It feels kind of good to just have the cartridges and have like that little stack of cartridges. You're like, oh my gosh, look at all this. <laughs> but, but like, because like some because of like the pandemic and stuff, I'm like, you know what? I don't feel like going out. So I'm not gonna. I don't want to go to a whoops a physical store. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? But I also ordered um, uh, what was it? Link's Awakening. Yeah. Like a, as a physical copy, and it took me like because I got it from Best, uh, I got it straight from GameStop. It took me a, it took like a little over a week, maybe like a week and a half to get the physical, like thing. And ultimately, I'm just like you know what, if if my delivery, if the person, like if the people who had to get it from point A to point B didn't have to pee in a bottle or poop in a bag, I'm totally cool with that. Like it's all like I'm totally cool with waiting. I, I, although I will say I was like, eh. like I kind of wanna at least have that storage that way like i don't have to wait on other games in the future i can just download everything digitally and then everything i do already own digitally i can just download it straight to there just have it on my console instead of having to play musical chairs with all my games but uh 350 bucks i don't know like i don't know if it justifies it i mean like maybe you know what i don't know what do you I'm, I'm rambling over here i have a little bit more to say but i'm I, i'm going to throw this back at you what are you where where are you at because you just got your switch of, like within the past couple months if i'm not mistaken
0: yeah um so well here's the thing um i well when you showed it all right so first and foremost as gravity had mentioned when he looked at the video and he threw it inside the group chat Uh, It was in Japanese. There's no translations or anything like that. It was just on Nintendo's page. We saw it. So all I could do is just speculate. And just by first look of it, it didn't look like it was anything different than what I've recently purchased at the beginning of this year. It literally just looked like that. Instead of it being the red and blue Joy-Cons, they're just white. And that... For my, anyone that's been on, uh, I think it's Instagram as where I have a post of my like home setup. Anyone that sees my setup would see that it, that would have matched perfectly <laughs> with what I currently have, which I definitely would have loved. But I get it. Um, it's it's it like it was being promoted as a new uh, skin, pretty much. But when the video kept on going and they started, like, you started seeing numbers that you do recognize, because, again, this is all in Japanese, I was like, all right is this the Switch Pro? And that made me kind of wonder, and we were actually speculating that before it actually dropped on Kind of Funny Games, before it dropped on IGN, before it dropped on Kotaku, all that stuff. We were kind of speculating ourselves just uh, offline, just kind of talking about what it possibly could be. And then it turns out to be it's not exactly what consumers, at least the people that have been closely paying attention, um, it's not exactly what they were wanting. I don't think that... The $350 price range is unjustified. I think that's okay. And I say that primarily because if you went out and just got a standard switch right now, like the one I had, it's still it's still 299 if you want a brand new one. So 50 bucks more and you get one that is a little bit better and, and has a capability possibly, possibly to put out 4K input when it's docked. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Um... Would I go out there and buy this one? Probably not. But uh, but if I was like that person that was going out there to, to compare apples and oranges and looking at this and everything like that, I might be like, okay, this one will save me 50 bucks, But at the cost of a standard game, I can just go ahead and upgrade. And then later on, I can get the game that I want or games that mm-hmm. I want. And I just have an endless experience <laughs> on a better Switch. So I don't think that The price range is really out of, the, out of the ordinary there I do Think that this was kind of like A poor way to do it um, Not necessarily Not necessarily on Nintendo's end I mean uh, Well I was just saying not necessarily on Nintendo's end Because they're not the ones that had leaked That a Nintendo Switch Pro was going to be Happening this year But it, you know what comments Are out there right now you know what's happening. And so it's just like, okay, they're expecting this. We probably should be a little bit more transparent in our messaging before we release this. So that way people's hopes are not up. Um, because that's that's exactly what happened. And that's why there was the backlash on there. And I know you got some comments that you wanted to read off as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of dive knew. into that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So – and this was funny because I did go back and I watched the, the whole – whole video again when it was um, in English just because I was like I want to actually understand what they're saying here and it was it was neat you know I will (laughs) say like it like does this does the stand look a lot prettier yeah it does um was I expecting the them to actually make improvements to the kickstand no did was it something that I kind of like passively said to myself once or twice like that I wish they had a better kickstand yeah it was like such a passing thought that i was just like oh like kind of wish this had a better kickstand and then they're like look at this kickstand i'm like ooh ooh you know what i was thinking to myself a couple times that that was very inconvenient on softer surfaces so yeah this is a lot this is a much better um, improvement um you know like i i'm really hoping that the the resolution on the the smaller screen is at least 1080 at this point because, I mean, like, most phones can already kick out bare minimum 1080. And so it's just, like, you're, you're telling me you can't fit 1080 onto, like, a, like literally a 7-inch screen? Like, phones have been doing that forever. They've been doing it on smaller screens. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's just kind of one of those things that, I guess, like, for me, I'm noticing that as I'm kind of, like, aging, as gaming is aging, I'm I'm wanting like sharper and sharper resolutions, and honestly, I didn't think I was ever going to say that. I mean, I was the one who got the uh, Xbox Series S because I was like, I'm not going to go higher than 1080. I don't really care. Like, if it's even if it's 720, as long as it's a fun game, that's fine. But like, the more I've been like seeing more like better graphics from the PS5 and even my PC, I'm just like, Ugh. like I can I can. It, it looks like someone took a took an etch-a-sketch to this whole thing it just doesn't look very good yeah. but yeah I, anyway when i was watching uh the the english video i was like okay i want to see what kind of comments people are saying on this because this is absolutely funny so I I, I saved some of my some of my favorite comments here. Um, I apologize. the the names on these comments are a little little shaky. So or a little shaky. Uh, like they're a little blurry. So I do apologize. I'm, that I don't credit people, but whoever did write these comments, full credit goes to you. These are absolutely hilarious, at least in my opinion. Anyway, we have comments that read: "Finally, I can drift my Joy Cons with OLED technology." <laughs> like, Yeah, like, I mean, like, like Nintendo hasn't really fixed that problem, have they? Where they're just like, oh, like, we'll replace your Joy-Cons if you've owned them for less than a year, I think. I don't really know the whole story on that, but at the very least, I do know that they really haven't addressed the stick drift. Yeah. Especially, like, for the, like, the Switch Lite. Like, with the Switch Lite, like, that's like a whole console issue you have at that point.
0: More than likely, it's it it is um, just because it is the Joy Cons are the standard controller. It there's probably going to be some sort of warranty because the same thing when when I had my drift on my PS5, I was able to send it in Sony. They sent me out a new one free of charge. Uh, I had to pay <clears> for shipping, but that was that was the only expense I had to pay.
1: Yeah, that's that's a that's an inconvenience that you they're kind of pushing off to the consumer at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, but I'm not. I I mean, like it would be nice to, if they had like a some sort of prepaid shipping label in there in case something like that were to happen, but you already know companies like that, they're just going to be trying to save their dollar, and, and they and they have faith that this is going to be a product for them. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't have any issues on it, and I still have my standard uh, PS4 controller, and I didn't have any issues on that for years. So I was a little mm-hmm. shocked to have that drift on my uh, PS5 controller. But now I got to I mean, I got no worries.
1: I mean, like, granted, with that said, I've had... Like, I have, like, two sets of Joy-Cons. Like, these are some of mine I've had. I don't think I've had any stick drift. I think I've had, like, maybe, like, minor stick drift on one of them. But other than that, like, I don't even think I noticed it. I think I just had to, like, just re... I think it was just one of those issues where I just had to, like, realign everything. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of worked fine but still I know that there are still quite a few people who still have the stick drift issue so it's kind of for those people who are wanting some sort of update or some sort of like upgrade to the actual sticks uh, I, I can understand why you're a little disappointed so you know at the very you know at least now Link with Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be an OLED and he's going to be all sloping to the left <laughs> All right. So try solving those puzzles now. Mm-hmm. Um. That ne- next comment. Uh. Phew, I was worried I'd I'd be buying another console this year. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean honestly, like it, I'm. I mean, on one hand, I am glad that they're not having a new console left this year. I don't think my bank can take it. But you know, like uh, you know, like if they had like an actual pro version, I'd be like. Uh, how can I scrape it up? How much overtime do I need for this? I think I can. I think I might be able to squeeze it out. But this one, I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, it's not really. It's 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 upgrade, but it's not like the next, like the next iteration. Yeah. Um, we have another comment that says, "Scalpers, a new challenger approaches." <laughs>
0: now, now that was uh, that was one that I actually don't think is going to be too hard to get. To be completely mm. honest with you, I think that this one, scalpers in general, will be able to, um, I mean, they, they probably, they'll, they'll probably still try it, but I don't think this is this one's going to be in high demand like it is for a Series X or a PS5 or what presumably would have been a Switch Pro. I think this one in general is just going to be like, hey, here's a little upgrade. And they'll be like, all right, cool. All right, I mean, did they Switch. ever...
1: <laughs> Have we ever really fixed, like, the shortages of switches? Because I know that, like, well, it's, the thing it was for a while it's really hard to get one.
0: Sort of. Because here's the thing is that it's actually always been pretty easy to get one, but it just depends on where you're getting it from. If you try to get mm. it inside, like, physically at a GameStop or a Walmart or something, that is hard to do. But you can – and even then, you can still get one, but it's just like, is it the Animal Crossing version? Do you want the um, – do you want a used one or anything like that? If you go online, they're literally all over the place online. Like, after I tried a couple, because I wasn't wasting my time trying to, like, stress out about a Switch. Because, like, I did want one, but I didn't, like, need one like I wanted for, for like, my emotions are for a PS5 and, and stuff like that. Um, so, I, I tried, like, maybe about three different locations they didn't have. I was like, all right, you know what? Let me check Amazon. Bam. List of them. And I was like, "All right, cool. Let me just order on Amazon." And that was exactly what it was. No issues, no problem, no little dogs at checkout saying, "Sorry, we're out of stock." <laughs> Nothing like that. I was able to just go in there and get one.
1: Uh, I don't need dogs telling me I don't. You don't have this item. You can tell me as a person. Exactly. Sending your dog to do your dirty work. Uh, but you know what? Those comments were a little bit negative, so I thought we'd switch it up to a more positive comment here that reads, Now you can enjoy your trips to the toilet on a wider screen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't. You'd best believe I'm trying to keep that thing, like, like as clean as possible. But still, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely am going to be enjoying that wider screen for sure. Another comment read twenty twenty one Nintendo discovers wired internet <laughs> I I thought that one was funny, but I'm also just like I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was actually kind of excited that they finally put like a land cape, like a land uh, port on the actual uh, docking station. Mm. Because I because like I actually just assumed that the first one actually had it. And so I've been. I just have like my land cable, like uh, like with all my consoles. I just kind of like rotate it out, like wherever I need to. And I was gonna put like plug it into my Switch, and I was like, oh, that's right, they don't have one. Mm. Oops. Oh well. So I thought that was a nice like upgrade. I thought that I thought that was a much needed upgrade. Um, I still would love for the dock to have some sort of like like updated like like uh, uh, some sort of like update to where like it will kick out 4K or at the very least help the games run a little smoother mm. um, we also have another comment that reads fans give us a new switch <laughs> nintendo here fans i didn't ask for this so yeah. yeah uh and then last one uh my disappoint oh yeah this one this one really got to me where i was just like you know what my heart goes out to you i hope you have a better day uh looks like this was i can make this one out this was this was from tim b he said quote my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined that well sounds, tim yeah tim, i'm sorry about your day i hope you had a better day <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just picturing that guy just going through the rest of his day just 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 in the office just hey tim did you catch the game last night i did like, wow, like, like, wasn't that such a great play? It was like, yeah, it was. What's the matter, Tim? It's nothing, Jim.
0: I don't want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. Is that, like, and this is something that goes out for, for me, for you, for anybody that's, like, again, kind of paying att- uh, attention closely to gaming news or media or anything like that. Anytime that leaks happen... It's not always going to be accurate. It's not always going to be true. There, You don't want to get your hopes up until the actual company or organization or developer confirms it on their social media pages, on their actual platform, like, you, like again, social media, but YouTube or Twitch or inside of a, a, a blog post or something like that. You don't want to get your hypes up about that. Um, I, do, I do my best mm-hmm. to try to stay away from leaks as far as like searching for them if it happens to be there on GameSpot and it's a big one we're going to talk about it obviously for content and everything like that and for discussion purposes but ultimately if you guys hear a leak it's always always going to be taken with a grain of salt you, you can't you can't put all your mm-hmm. eggs in one basket because then you might get something like this which was shadow dropped and I think that's part of the reason why it was shadow dropped is because the leaks that came out there be like hey my grandpa works at Nintendo, and he says we're going to get a Switch Pro really soon. You know what I mean? Like, like now that that's out there in the wild, now that, that that's out there in the open, if you thought they're promoting this new Nintendo Switch, is it's, it's going to look like that you kind of switched and baited the community. You know what I mean? Um, But I I think that was a couple reasons Why I think one Because the leaks had came out And they were so highly anticipated I think that's part of the reason Why they shadow dropped it But then two I think the other reason Why they shadow dropped it The way they did Is because It literally Is not really that much different Than what's already out It's upgraded graphics Yeah. Yeah You know what I mean It's not like it's all It's not like the Wii Going to Wii U It's not like that Like that's a That was a drastic change That's literally a whole new console that's not what this is. This is just a, hey, we've been playing with this for X amount of years now. Here you go. If you want it, this is 50 bucks more than the standard uh, switch. If you don't want it, then there it is. You know what I mean? Like I think eventually, yeah. uh, and I think uh, Gary Witt has said this on KFGD uh, previously as well, but he believes that eventually the standard switch is just going to get phased out. Like that, like the Switch that me and you have, eventually that's just going to be like, it's not going to be there. It's just going to be Switch Lite or the OLED model. And then eventually the Switch Pro, when that comes out, like during that time period when the Switch Pro comes out, that's probably when the standard Switch will get phased out Mm. completely.
1: I, I would assume that like the next, like whatever console design that they come up with after this one, like whether it's that the Switch Pro or whatever the heck it is, um, I'm assuming that like what it's go- like it's it has to set itself apart in the sense that you have to be able to have a library of games ready to actually be exclusive on that console because what they're kind of doing and, and I mean a lot I mean pretty much every console has done this but Nintendo's done this especially like with the Nintendo DS especially with the Nintendo 3DS where you have them where like you have like the original like Nintendo DS and then you have like the Nintendo DS Lite that are basically like up, like the Lite was the upgraded version of the OG DS but they could play the exact games there weren't any games that were exclusive to the DS the ds Lite, and then same thing goes for the nintendo 3ds where you had 3ds games then you had like the 3ds xl like were there games that could only be played exclusively on the like 3ds xl no like they were exactly the same now they did eventually have like the new nintendo 3ds which i think they did have games exclusively for that but i think that was just because it had like an extra joy-con on it but whatever uh point is it's kind of one of those situations where we have just like another DS situation, where it's like, oh, cool. Well, like if your DS already works, like do you need the new one? You know, like do you need the shiny new thing that costs three hundred fifty bucks? like it, it,
0: it, I I will, I will say that because to your point, you you brought something out there which I have heard before, and I and I think if Nintendo has been doing that because I. This is me first time in a very, very long time getting inside the Nintendo game as far as me owning a a, a Nintendo system. Um, If they have a thing to where the next Switch that comes out is a Switch Pro, and there's going to be games exclusively for the Switch Pro, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I say that because PlayStation 4 has a PlayStation 4 Pro. There's not a single game that is a PS4 Pro exclusive. You know why? It's because it's the same console. It's just it's just upgraded to where it might have more power, might have 4K resolution, stuff like that. But it doesn't. It's it's not a whole different. It's not a PS5. You know, what I mean, PS5 is a whole mm-hmm. new console for whole new experiences, for whole new content, for whole new IPs and developers and stuff like that. The Switch Pro, from what I'm hearing, is just going to be. A PS is equivalent to a PS4 standard to a PS4 Pro. So if they start making exclusive content for a Nintendo Switch Pro, that's going to be, the again, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Xbox is not doing that. PlayStation is not doing that. Why in the world would Nintendo continue to do that if they had done that with the 3DS? Dumbest thing I've ever Uh, heard in my entire
1: life. And the only reason I say it is because they have a track record of it. I mean, like you can point back to the OG Game Boys they had the Game Boy Pocket and as soon as they had the Game Boy Color come out the Game Boy Color could play everything that the Game Boy could play but there were only some games that the Color could play that the Pocket couldn't play and even with a more recent example the, the Wii U like, there were games that you could play, like, you could pretty much play the entire Wii library on the Wii U, but there were games that were made specifically for the Wii U that were not playable on the Wii. Well, that
0: that it's, one is kind of a, that one I will say is a little bit more understandable because those are two entirely different systems. It's not like it's a Wii U, or it's not like it's a Wii uh, Pro. You know what I mean? Like, you had the Wii and then the Wii U, which even looks entirely different, but... Mm-hmm. But this one, like, like my my uh, my standpoint is that if it's a PS4 going to the PS4 Pro, the entire catalog is literally the same. There's nothing different uh, from from the two besides one is able to perform better and maybe even run faster.
1: Question for you though. Yes. So. If Nintendo were to do this where not not like not this next console that they just announced, but maybe like the one after this where it's like the legitimate like Nintendo Switch Pro, where it has pretty much everything that we want with it and maybe then some what type of upgrades or modifications or like just like, like what would have to go into that Switch Pro to justify making games exclusively that only play exclusively on the Switch Pro?
0: So if they're doing yes. if they're doing that they need to make sure that this is like the next gen thing. Like it can't just be it can't just be like a, hey, play your, your Switch game. Like you can't be promoting pre- previous games on this platform and then only have five games be just for a, a, a Switch Pro exclusive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like moving right. forward, if you want to have it to where this Switch is out here now, this is the future. Ha- being able to play the old games that's a perk but the future now is anything that's being made for this switch pro is specifically for the switch pro because it's a whole different thing it's a ps5 experience it's an xbox series x experience it can't be like a hey this is going to allow your 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 games that you already have to play even better now and then there's like two games that's going to be switch pro exclusive that can't happen if you're going to do it to where it's like exclusive for that console and almost every game now moving forward has to keep a mindset that's going to be exclusive for a Switch Pro now because now now you're it's it's, it's no longer it's not really a, truly a Switch Pro it's a Switch Two that's
1: what so, it is yeah and and honestly like as I say that like it's I guess I wouldn't necessarily be too surprised that they did that but ultimately I guess I would be I say that just because of kind of like what you the the point that you made earlier. Uh, with with the whole Nintendo family, that they'll probably just end up phasing out the OG Switch and just kind of keep it as the the Switch Lite, the Switch Pro, and then you know this new upgraded o, uh, OLED version. And so it's it's one of those things where I'm like, if if you want to try to promote the whole family of Switches, you'd kind of want to have games that. Are equally playable on all three consoles so that way you can justify having three consoles on the market exactly if anything if anything i'm wondering if they're going to be doing the same thing with the switch that they did with the ds family is the ds family had so many upgrades like they had ds they had the the ds Lite, they had remember the dsi no <laughs> yeah, exactly. They had they had the DSI, which had like a camera on it, and I remember I really wanted it, and, and I I couldn't get it because by the time I actually had enough money to get it, they had the three D uh, like the DSI XL. Yeah, I remember and then the XL, yeah. Yeah, like they had like the DSI XL, and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Uh, but then I think by the time I was actually thinking about getting a three D uh, or a DSI XL, they came out with the three DS, and then I. Uh, I I promptly pooped all over the 3DS because I was like, this is the dumbest idea ever. Why would anybody want this console? And then eventually several years down the line, they said, hey, here's a Kingdom Hearts game exclusively for the 3DS. And I I said, perfect, I will go buy it. And then as soon as I went to buy it, they said, oh, hey, well, would you like to pre-order the 3DS XL? And I was like, you mean I can play Kingdom Hearts on a bigger screen if possible? And they said, why, yes. And I said, well, how long would I have to wait? And they said, only two months and then i said you have my money sir here you are here is my money they took my money and then they had like they went from like the 3ds to 3ds xl uh to the 2ds uh, and then to the new 3ds or or was that i don't i don't See, i don't i think it, i think it was called the new 3ds nintendo 3 i don't i don't know that's kind of where I'm like. I feel like they might try to do that with the Switch, I hope where they maybe don't. every every like, how long has the Switch been out? Like, it's has it been out three? Three
0: years. Yeah, I think it's three been years. three years. Three
1: years. I'm taking a yeah. look right now. Yeah. So do you think that they're just gonna have like a new like a new like iteration where they're just like slowly like inching their way towards a better product, where they're just like, oh here, like we'll just make some Four upgrades. Four years.
0: March third, 2017.
1: I mean, you know what that does, though? That that actually uh, it actually kind of creates, like, a whole, like, kind of, like, ecosystem and economy, like, for collectors. Yeah. Because then, then you have those diehards. And for the average consumer, I, I think it's a terrible idea. Overall, terrible um, idea. Terrible Overall, idea. yeah, I think it's a terrible idea. But... You know, like, for those die-hard Nintendo fans, and especially, like, for their target audience, like, in Japan, I'm sure, like, they they love it. I'm sure they're like, oh, like, a new one? I'll, I'll just go get a new one. Because, the, honestly, they'll probably just trade in their, their original units, and their original units are probably in pristine condition, because you can get, like, old-school consoles there that are treated with love and care, because they just treat all their consoles with love and care! Meanwhile, people are throwing up on their consoles over here. They're doing nasty things like going to the bathroom with them.
0: <laughs> but you know who's not going to the bathroom with their consoles because it's not console talk. It is now story number two, <laughs> Sony's State of Play. Um, so George Young from GameSpot. Sony just announced a new State of Play will air this Thursday, July 8th, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bethesda's upcoming title, Deathloop, is the main star, uh, star here with the nine minute of extended gameplay footage. Cole will use his ability to sneak out of Black Reef Island or simply go in guns blazing with his weapons. The presentation's total runtime will be about 30 minutes uh, with an additional look at more third party titles and indies to round it out. Sony also clarified that the showcase will not include any updates regarding the next God of War game in Horizon Forbidden West, as well as any new hardware updates such as next-generation PlayStation VR. End quote. So I have something to say about this. I have good things to say, and also have some bad things to say. One, the good thing is... Um, that they're going to be showing other games other than just Deathloop so if you have 9 minutes of Deathloop that leaves about 21 minutes of other indie game contents that you guys can talk about and show off so that makes me pretty excited for that um, of course you're going to have developer discussions in there on all this stuff and I'm hoping that the 9 minutes is including all of that because if they're saying it's 9 minutes of gameplay then that doesn't necessarily say how much time is going to be left for them to talk about other stuff uh, or uh, talk about the game whatever I'm hoping that 9 minutes is the overall time I, And I say that because I'm at the point right now where it's, Deathloop looks intriguing That's all it is for me right now There's only so much marketing you can do Like at this, I, I think for some people They're actually almost unselling them On the game now Like like this is a new IP I get it, I know you have to show off as much as possible But it's just like You, you, you showed off enough You showed off enough It's the creators of Dishonored and everything like that You've shown off enough, just wait for the game to come out, and, and show off other stuff that you currently have. That was one. Two, I think this is a mistake to do this state of play at this particular time. I think that this state of play, if you're going to push it, let it be an August one. Don't let it be this one, and I say that because E3 just happened, Summer's Game Fest just happened, and Sony wasn't there. And we expected Sony not to be there because, just because that's how it is. But Sony wasn't there. So now everyone is really looking forward to what Sony has to offer and you're going to come out with Deathloop? You know what I mean? You're going to come out with Deathloop and you're going to come out with a, maybe a handful of indie games? Like, show us what you have in store. Like, what are some stuff that we're expecting for holiday 2021 going aside early 2022? Like... Are we able to, go to see God of War? Or what other new IPs have you been talking about? You acquired 25 new studios at the beginning of this year, or 25 new IPs, I should say, are being worked on at, uh, at the beginning of this year. Show off those games. Are we going to get a Legend of Dragoon remake? Are we seeing Final Fantasy VII remake Part Two? Are we going to have Final Fantasy 16? VII- to, to kill my dreams or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like what other stuff are, are we going on to? Like show more Elden Ring. Show, it's like, what is happening here? Like what, Sony, what are you doing? What are you going to show us? What, is, what is your E3 happening? And that's not what I'm getting this Thursday, which that dis- does disappoint me.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know what, I don't know what it was. I feel like, I feel like maybe, I gotta say this. I, I think, <laughs> uh, you know what? This might be a hot topic, but I think hot take right here: are too many games.
0: Is so that there's too many games?
1: I think there are too many games. You think so? I think there just, I think there are just too many because it th- because like like uh, it, it. Maybe just correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm mistaken about this, but if I had to take this year's E3, it was the most boring yawn fest like like i don't like like honestly i don't really remember very many titles if any that they announced at this most recent e 3 there was nothing that they really showed me that that really just grabbed my heart and squeezed it and was like you're gonna give me your money and i was like yes yes you yes i am gonna give you my money like there's nothing like that like, because, I mean, like, what was it, last, was it, was it last year's E3, or was it the year before where they had King, oh, I think it was like two years, two or three years ago where they had Kingdom Hearts 3?
0: I think that was three years ago. They, that was, yeah, they, it was like, because I was, I, I was actually, so they showed off Kingdom I thought Hearts. thought you
1: were at that one.
0: Yeah, I was at that one where they showed off the, um, you actually were able to play the demo of Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: So, yeah, see, it, yeah, that was yeah and that's, ago. and that's what I'm talking about, like, Like, if you look at, like, E3s like that or, like, E3s, like, at the very least, like, from, like, maybe 10 or so years ago, like, E3s were, like, were the heavyweights. That was your time to show off everything that you had to be like, oh, yeah, like, you want to see what we're working on? Boom. Here's what we're working on. Boom. Like, it was to show off. Like, it was to show off. E3 was to show off all of the really big great shiny projects and like even new consoles that you had planned mm-hmm. but now everyone's just too stuck up for it and they're just like yeah I'm just gonna have my own state of play <laughs> and, and then it's just like okay cool like you're gonna give us your own state of play and what is what what, what do you have <laughs> Deathloop? <laughs> like come on like death like what like death Doop, what they showed that off like two years ago yeah like, I was excited for Deathloop, and granted, I, I'm pretty sure the, the production of it got delayed because of COVID and everything, and that sucks. So I don't, I, like, this definitely doesn't, like, this blame does definitely doesn't go towards the developers or the team or anybody working on it, because, again, like, developing a game is really hard, and I don't know the first thing about it, and I just, that, like, the last thing that I would want to do is, like, put any of this on them. But it's just, like, you guys announced this game, like, a while ago. I was excited for it a while ago (laughs) like my hype for it is all the way down here now because i'm just like oh yeah that game that i was kind of interested in two years ago like how many other game trailers have i seen since then how many other games have i played since then like If you really want to keep people's attention for that long, it's got to be a a big title. It's got to be a big franchise. It's got to be a Final Fantasy. It's got to be like a Ratchet and Clank. It's got to be a God of War. It has to be something. It's got to be a Halo. Like, it has to be something big to actually get people's attention and keep their attention for that long. And I'm sorry, like, Deathloop still looks like a really good game. It's just like, I feel cheated. If, as as a consumer, I feel cheated, where, like, E3s used to be, like, the, the big event, like, I, I made sure to block off a week of my time, like, during E3 to make sure that I could watch it all, so that way I could catch every single moment, so that way when they're like, oh yeah, by the way, here's this other really big, big game we're working on, It's like it was back in the day like where you actually like saw it on TV and had to call your friend right away and be like, dude, did you see that? It's like, yeah, I saw it. It's like I'm watching it right now. And you're like, oh, my God, can you believe that they just announced this? Yes. And I'm holding my phone like this because phones were shaped like this.
0: (laughs) Now, I I, I will say, though, that that this because here's the caveat of everything is that last year's E3 didn't happen for a good reason. The year before that. It did happen. I didn't pay too much attention about it um, until I heard that they were going to show off Final Fantasy VII Remake and they were going to have demos there. That My whole purpose of me going to E3s before, like I, my first E3 is 2018, and I was planning on going to E3 every single year until they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake. After that, it would have mm. been up in the air if I was going to it any more E3s moving forward or anything like that. Um, when I heard that Sony was not for the first time ever was not going to be at the 2019 E3, I was like, well, they're not going to be there. And this is a PlayStation exclusive. Chances are, they're not going to show it. I'm not going to go. They showed it because Square Enix was still there. That hurt my feelings, <laughs> but they did show it. And, um, and it looked amazing. It looked great. I, I was really excited for it. That was like the last good E3 that they had last year. It was again there's no E three Summer's Game Fest was all over the place. Then there's the, the summer games of play and like there's all there's too much programs. I don't think there's too many games, but I think there's too much too many programs to where they're showing a lot of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And even they were showing they were even overlapping you didn't know fully what was going on. It was a little bit more structured this year, as far as again still being in a pandemic situation, but again it was still a lot kind of the same stuff. And I don't think necessarily that there's too many games Because you you can have games And then you have something that will come out in two years You have something that comes out, comes out next week You have something that comes out at the end of the year And stuff like that So I don't think there's necessarily too many games But I do think that the timeline Needs to be a little bit more condensed Don't have it be a two and a half Three week thing Because that is a lot of information You sleep on it You forget what you saw the day before you know what I mean? That's kind of where I'm at with yeah. right it. My issue with right now what's going on with this, with Sony specifically is that you had – X ex- like, if you take each event and dissect it, some of them were bad. Some of them are really good. Xbox had an hour, and they showed you 30 games. Bethesda had, I think, about an hour as well, and they showed you what they were working on. Like – uh, the next one in line that was after that, like Gearbox, was not really that great. It was short, but it really wasn't that great. Uh, Coach Media had a little something. Uh, Twenty Four Entertainment only showed Naraka Blade Point, so like there's like like there was no consistency as far as like the Timeline typically as you would have a, on a standard E3 back in 2019 and earlier. So with mm-hmm. that being said, taking that inside of consideration, after Nintendo went after play, uh, Xbox One, after E3 and Summer Game Fest, now all eyes are where they're on Sony. So what are we expecting for an hour and a half to two hours long? What are we expecting to see? They didn't give us that. They gave us thirty minutes of a game uh, that we already know quite a bit about and a handful of indies on top of that. So it's just like like where where is your E3 at? It still hasn't happened. Where is your E3?
1: That's, that's what I'm, like, a little upset it, about. Yeah, like, it... Because ultimately, I'll say this. The announcement for the PS5... Because, like, if I'm not mistaken, they announced, like, several other big titles, like, at the same time, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. like, when they announced the PS5. So, like, to me, the announcement for the PS5 at all... Even... E- pushing the PS5 aside, even if you took all of these great games and then you basically just took that whole that, that whole introduction and put it at E3 that's what i want to see exactly and maybe maybe i'm just selfish for wanting that maybe <laughs> i'm i don't know what that makes me but it's just like i want a i want a performance I want to see, like, oh, hey, you remember this game? Yeah, well, here's a brand-new title. It's like, oh, my God, there's a new Ratchet & Clank. Oh, my gosh, there's a new Final Fantasy. Oh, my gosh. Like, all of these, like, just banger titles back to back to back. And then they're like, oh, yeah, uh, got a new console, too. <laughs> like, like, all of that, like, that's the hype that I'm wanting. That's the hype that I'm missing from E3, where it's just like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I am so glad that we're giving indie developers the shine that they deserve, giving them the attention that they need. Because especially when you're a small game developer, it's hard to get attention. It's hard to pick up Steam. <laughs> it's it's just hard to it's hard to really like get traction like without like these big entities like kind of like repping you a little bit. And I think that they should continue to rep the the uh, the indie developers. But I think you should have like something separate you know if you have like a collection and this goes for honestly like now this is this just goes towards all of e3 in general like take take all of like your little your your little games like have that block off that time if, if it's an hour if it's two hours if it's three whatever that time is block off that time for those little games and say hey for the next four hours it's all little games it's all indie games and you know what My expectations for indie games are like are like is right in the middle. I don't know what to expect because indie games, some of them are disappointments, others are like they're just assassins that come out of nowhere and they're just like ah gotcha,
0: Mm.
1: and you're just like oh my gosh, this is great, I love this, looks amazing. So it's like you know, like I kind of want like the indies to be separate from big titles, and sometimes like when you like interweave them a little bit, it's just kind of like it's like yeah, sweet big title, and you're like oh okay it's okay it's news. well they they kind of because they,
0: they do have the indie showcase and they did kind of do that a little bit for uh, some of the uh, some of the shows showcases at E3 they did a little bit of that I get why they do that my issue ultimately again like you said I want the get hype moment both of the PlayStation events last year bangers both of them they were both an hour long and they were fantastic this year, we have one state of play at the very beginning of this year, which was, um, which was freaking, uh, Horizon. Uh, well, that had uh, Ratchet and Clank. Then they had Horizon. We had that. And then, uh, and then now they had, um, now they're going to be having Loop, But it's just like, I, I can only think of off the top of my head, three state of plays that happened this year. All of them were about 15 minutes to 30 minutes long. Like, Horizon looked fantastic. Horizon and Clank, I know, did well. Deathloop okay, cool. These are games that's coming out soon, if not this year. And it's just like, like okay, we, got, we, we know we're going to get that. Where's your hype moments? Where are those big moments going to be at? And that's what I was looking for. That's what I was wanting. We've been, we haven't had that in a couple months. I am excited. I am still excited for this Thursday, which, again, we're going to react to that 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys are checking out our Twitch on that, www.twitch.tv forward slash gaming. Guys can also check us out on our website at www.alwtgaming.com. But my thing, though, is that like like I, like we're going to have Deathloop, which, again, we know enough. We know little about, but we know enough to be like, okay, we want it. I am I'm hoping that we see Kenna and Bridge of Spirits. As one of the indie titles there. I'm hoping we see more of that. that I feel like it's going to be an August thing. Because I think it actually launches in August. Um, and then... I'm hoping we see Sifu. Like, that's another game that I really was wanting to see. Because that was actually at the beginning of this uh, year too as well. For the first state of play that was at the beginning of this year. Which we haven't heard anything about since then. So I'm hoping we see at least those titles in there. But again, it's just like... Even though I want to see more of those games... Where is your E3, Sony? That's that's what I'm missing. I didn't get that from this past E3. Regardless of who went, I didn't have that. The best thing that came out of this E3, in my opinion, was uh, Elden Ring. You got to see that. And that was at Summer's Game Fest. That was probably the best event that actually really happened. Xbox event was cool. It, it made me make, it, make a decision that I actually want to get an Xbox Series X, which I now have. That was cool. But as far as everything that I really wanted... the the best thing I say would say was the opening night live for Summer's Game Fest. That was the best showcase I could see, and even that was not like hyped to the point where I'm like, "Yo, I can't wait to get next gen console. I can't wait to act. whatever the case is." Like there was no hype, get hype factors for me really at all outside of that, and that's why I'm that's why I was looking for this Thursday to be, and it just it's just not it. So as you can tell, not exactly a happy camper, but I will still be reacting. I'm still. Love Sony. Can't wait to see what they have to have in store, but not not a happy you know, camper.
1: You know, and I I know that we've talked about this extensively, uh, on all things gaming, it, many, many 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 times. But again, I I think a lot of this, and even pointing back to the the whole new Switch thing, I think a lot of it has to do with our expectations nowadays are just constantly up here. Because we constantly are just like, oh my gosh, what if it has this? What if it does this? What if it can do this? And that goes for consoles, that goes for games. Uh, And I feel like people's expectations are just so high all the time, because their imaginations are great! They're friggin' amazing! People's imaginations are so great that they come up with these ideas that are so much better than what we get sometimes. And then people are disappointed in that. And And I feel like with maybe like E threes in the past, I never got that. I feel like maybe just because information just didn wasn't as fast as it is now, like you you got like you got that snippet from E3 and then that was it. Like the whole year. You got a whole year. Sometimes like if they dropped something like, oh I don't know Final Fantasy 7 remake you it's like they, they gave you that little sliver of information and then how many years did it take them to actually give you another update on that? Mm-hmm. Like it was a long time before they actually gave, like, followed it up, followed up with the second update for it, like with more footage. And it was just like, sometimes I, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting old. I think sometimes, like, I just don't, I don't want so much information. Like, I don't need, I don't need like three, four, five like press conferences like throughout the year. Like, just give me one or two. Like, just give me a few. And then when you do those few, make sure they're big titles. Mm-hmm. And if you have any others like like sprinkled around like throughout the year, like like just promote your indie games, like promote your smaller titles, like in those smaller announcements. But like if you have big titles, throw them out there. Like make us like do something big with them. Because like sometimes like I'll I'll look at Nintendo and some like with the like with the way that they release things, and sometimes I actually kind of like it. Like with when they released uh, uh, the new Pokemon remakes and the new Arceus game, they didn't make a press conference about it. They didn't make a big like the big stink about it. They were just like, "By the way, here's some new Pokemon games. I hope you guys are." Oh, oh, shoot! You guys really wanted them. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. Like, like sometimes, like I, I appreciate that kind of stuff because when you hype people up with with a press conference or some big show, everyone they want to see a show i want to see a show if you're like hey come see my show i'm gonna be like cool why do you want why why should i see your show i got other things i gotta do i got netflix i gotta catch up on like what's going on here like are you are you you trying to show me something really cool we have death loop oh like i saw it like looks good like are you sure we got more footage of it like (laughs) i'm I'm pretty sure i I think it's already good i don't need more of that i want to see god of war Mm -hmm. I want to see some God of War Ragnarok. And even if it's not, even if you don't have any gameplay to show me, or even if you don't have any other, like, anything else, like, I don't know, like, maybe just another little Kratos voice drop. Or maybe, like, show some, like, like, some, like, sketches or something. Just do something. A little sprinkle. Talk about your big titles. I want your big titles, Nintendo. (laughs) PlayStation. I want your big titles. Like, that's what I want to see and and at the very least maybe that's why i was like so maybe that's why i was saying i feel like there's so many games because it's just like i don't care like if you if you give me a a sea of 100 games like like 90 of those i'm probably not gonna play Mm. so it's like that's nice but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play those 90 like just show me your top 10 best games and i will probably buy those because the other thing is that, like, out of the the hundred games out there, I might, maybe, I might be interested in a couple of them. But if you got seventy-dollar games, that you know are gonna be bangers, you want to take my money? Show me some banger games and you got my money? Yeah. Like it's, and you know, maybe it's just because of this it, this interesting time that we're in. Maybe just with 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 COVID and working from home and having everything distant. Like maybe it's still. Uh, like everyone's still trying to get a sense of where we're at right now and I'll say like uh, that's understandable if that's the case but at, at the same time I want to see some big titles like I want like I want to see when I go to e3 those big auditoriums even if it's not like even if it's digital you can make a set I want to see that set I want to see that stage where you have that presentation that you show them hey here's what we got be like yeah i go to where the games are games are over with them so i'm gonna go with them
0: yeah and you know it's also kind of keeping up with the the sony train on here uh story number three we have sony's having more director cuts i've been seeing this a lot more lately and uh and what
1: other director cuts did they do oh wait Mass Effect 3 was a director's cut, right? For so, the new, like the Mass Effect. No, that was just, a, leg- that
0: was just a legendary edition. That one actually ah, it started like, off well, as an Xbox. Yeah, that one it started off as Xbox in general, and then came to PlayStation. That was not yeah. a um, that was not a director's cut, but they have the um, Death Stranding that has a, that's getting a director's cut with uh, Kojima. They have Ghost of Tsushima. That one's getting a director's cut. Mm -hmm. So so now people are wondering if this is going to be starting to be a thing. So on here, it says uh, GameSpot staff. So they didn't credit any one individual writer. Quote, Although a formal program for releasing them has not yet been announced, Sony has signaled its intention to launch so-called director's cuts of various first-party PS4 games. So far, two such projects have been announced The Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima... But with more potentially on the way, which games would we most would we most likely see get this release treatment? Is it worth that it's uh, it's worth noting that it's unclear if these are really director's cuts in the literal sense, with the respective directors being able to release their uncut or original versions of the game or visions of the games. The term director's cut is traditionally used in the film industry to describe versions of, of movies. And that, uh, that are more in line with the single vision, restoring content that was originally cut from the final product because of its consideration, like uh, studio mandates, early feedback, and what you have you. Sony's director's guts, on the other hand, appear to be more like amped up versions of the original game with new feature specifics uh, with, to the PS5 and new content. But they don't necessarily reflect the original creative vision of the developers, or if they do, we haven't really heard of how they do. End quote. So, yeah. So there you have it. More director cut pute- uh, material potentially going to be on the way. I cannot wait for Ghost of Shushima, the director's cut. I can't wait for that.
1: Don't oh please yeah please please just. Mm, yeah, I'm so excited for that. Excited for that. Mm-hmm.
0: It looks it looks like it's going to be really fun, and it it seems to be again more adding more lore to it because it's still Jin's story. And it's going to be talked about like an earlier time period. Um, so I cannot wait for that. I, w- going on the vein of this story right now, I can see Last of Us Part Two getting a director's cut. I can see maybe even some of the Uncharted's getting their director's cut. I, I can see... I don't see God of War getting director's cut. Um, I don't see Spider-Man. I don't see Horizon. Uh, but... I mean again like we might get some of those here in the near future. Um but I definitely see again Ghost of Tsushima. I mean not Ghost of Tsushima, that's already getting one. I'm talking about Last of Us Part 2. I think that uh uh the uncharted series is going to get another one. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see what this is going like how this is going to be portrayed as far as director's cuts go. Is there any mm-hmm. PlayStation exclusives that you have in mind that you think would get a director's cut for this?
1: Oh, you know me. I al- I already want them to remake Maximo. <laughs> Come on, it was Capcom. Come on, where's where, where's where's my dude? I need to I need to run around in my boxers and rescue the princess. Come on, I need to do that. Um.
0: Uh. And what I mean by that, I'm talking about like a game that's already out. P. Because it sounds like it's just gonna be focused on PS4. So it's a game that's already out. Yeah. Do you think that Final Fantasy VII Remake would get a director's cut? I'm thinking
1: not. I'm I don't think would. so. I, th- I I think that they're already putting so much love and attention to detail in that game that I honestly, like, the quality of the games that I've seen from them so far, like, in, in regard to Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, is already a, is director's cut level, if not better. Like, I mean, we're already seeing, like, perfect 10 out of 10 scores for... Uh, this newest update mm-hmm. so it's like yeah like i i, I honestly with final fantasy 7 remake i already see it like way 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 up there um honestly i'm trying to think of any games that i'd actually want to see a director's cut of you
0: there be a days gone this...
1: problem i mean aren't they already doing a new like something for days gone coming up like or at the very least like recent. is that just speculation at this point
0: yeah i haven't heard anything recent so i'm not i'm not really too sure
1: i thought i heard something about maybe a sequel or something along those lines i don't know but i i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if they had a days gone uh director's cut um and yeah and the other thing is that you know they it, it it you know with respect to the actual directors is this a legitimate director's cut because when i think director's cut like i think same level as like the snyder cut like I'm like I'm thinking maybe not to that extent, but I'm thinking I'm thinking big here. Like if you wanna give me a director's cut, maybe have like maybe there's like elements of the story that they had to cut for time, but when you actually put those elements in there you're like, oh wow, this is a much more rounded story. Um and and honestly in regards to that, there aren't too many games that I feel like maybe they just missed parts of the story. Uh I mean there are plenty of games that happen that have that obviously, but I mean I kind honestly like if I had to think about it like Kingdom Hearts 3 that would be kind of nice but at the same time they also had the, the update like the DLC for that that kind of I I, just, I I hesitate to say mate to say that it, it it helped make the whole game make sense because I still had to look stuff up afterwards but
0: it's in that call like, the- inside the chat, says, or Aliens 2, director's
1: cut. Yeah! Like, if it's going to be a director's cut, like, how, like if it's going to be a director's cut, I, I want it to actually be the, the, because there was, there was an element of the vision that the director had that they couldn't fully express. Like, if they had, um oh crap uh the uh, the most recent uh the jedi fallen order I guess if they actually yeah if they actually gave that a director's cut that would be so cool i loved that game but i also felt like there were parts of the story that they could like fluff up a little bit maybe like throw some extra content in there maybe a couple other planets and at that point you have to decide like is that really a director's cut or is that just dlc like, like, really, what is it? Because, like, to me, a director's cut is including content that should have been there from the beginning. Like, this yeah. was the original, this was the original vision. Like, if it's anything extra that you're adding onto it, to me, that's just DLC.
0: That's kind of, that's kind of what they're going on here. They said it's worth noting. Uh, they, uh, they said it's worth noting that it's unclear if these are really director's cuts in the literal sense, with the re- uh, respective directors being able to release their uncut or original versions of the game visions of the game. The term director's cut is traditionally used in film industry to describe your visions of the movies which are more in line with the single vision, restoring content that was originally cut for the final product because of other considerations and stuff. Sony's director's cut, on the other hand I kind of skipped there and said the article, but it says Sony's director's cut, on the other hand, appears to be more like an amped up versions of the original game with newer features features specific to the PS5. and And also kind of rewinding I know I just said that it's pot like I could see that being a director's cut for Jedi Fallen Order it's not going to be because it's not a PS4 exclusive um, for what it sounds like it sounds like it's going to have to be a first party PS4 game mm-hmm. to meet that criteria in order to potentially get a director's cut which is why I think Days Gone could be it um, I think that could be the next one that gets a director's cut Sony Studio wise so yeah very interesting stuff we'll have to keep, a, keep an eye out for that um I will say, before we get to story number four, I do want to give a a quick reminder out there for anyone that's currently uh, watching live, watching on YouTube, or listening on Anchor that we do have a fantasy gaming league. That's right. We're going out through the year of 2021 with six of us, button heads, and we are definitely trying to see who's going to become the victor. Um, Right now, uh, uh, we do have quite a few games that's still to release this year we're halfway through we're a little over halfway through the 2021 and here's the current standings uh, and before i go inside the standings again i know i say this every single time but just again if this is your first time coming through fantasy gaming league works just like fantasy football but instead of it being a weekly basis it is on an annual basis uh so you're in constant with uh and it's not just a one v one it's literally you versus the entire league So uh, we're checking our scores weekly, daily, in in some cases. We're trying to see who's pulling ahead. We're trying to see what games are coming out. Uh, It's on a 100-point scale um, with 70 uh, points being the threshold. Anything that scores above 70 points will gain you points. Anything below makes you lose points. And there's also something called counter picks, uh, which you use against your enemies. For example, in order to gain points, if a, a game scored an 80 on Metacritic, uh, then that will give you 10 points because that is 10 points above 70. If it got to a 60 on Metacritic, then you lost 10 points because that's 10 points below 70. And if you had, if I picked a game uh, that is a counterpick to my opponent, say if Gravity Mark is playing right now, and I chose a game that's on his list, has to be on his list, uh, that I don't think is going to do well or come out this year, if it does not drop, he does not gain points. Uh, I don't lose any points, but he can't drop it. So he's going to be missing out on any potential points that he could have swapped out for. Um, If it does well, I would lose points because I I use that as a counter pick to try to screw him up. But if it does very well, like again, gains above 70, I lose those points that he would have gained. If it does poorly, then he loses the points, but I gained those points because I didn't think it was going to be good. And I was right. so again halfway through the year this is how it's looking zaka tv represented by it's the nine ball he has resident evil village that got him 14 points returnal which got him 16 points uh what's coming out is warhammer 40k dark tide uh the medium got him five points Ruin king a uh, league of Legends story is, is pending uh odd world Soulstorm storm got him one point guilty gear strive got him 15 points Mario Golf Super Rush got him three points, and he has a counter pick of Breath of the Wild 2, which uh, by the grace of God is not releasing this year, so he's good to go on that. He's in first place with two games um, that he's holding on to, hoping to hold that first place spot, but we'll have to see. Every other game will have to tank because right on his heels is Fantasy Football, um, represented by Silent. He has Breath of the Wild 2, which is not coming out this year. He has Ratchet and Clank Ripped Apart, which got him 18 points. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which is pending. New Pokemon Snap, which got him 10 points. Axiom Verge 2, pending. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, pending. Battlefield 2042, uh, pending. Scarlet Nexus got him 9 points. And he has a counter pick of Back for Blood. So he has 37 points for fantasy football in second place. Third place, we have. Carrot Patch Inc. by Mildewy Carrot. He has two games that's currently out right now. He has Monster Hunter Rise, which got him 18 points, and He Got It Takes Two, which got him 18 points. That's how he got to his 36. But he still has, what, about six more games that's coming out, which is Kenet Bridge of Spirits, pending. Ghostwire Tokyo, pending. Shin Megami Tensei 5, pending. Psychonauts 2, pending. 12 Minutes, pending. Stray, pending. And he has a counterpick of Five Nights at uh, Freddy's Security Breach. Uh, Illis Be Live in third place he has Bradley Default 2 who has 8 points Near Replicant version 1 point in a lot of number which got him 13 points Little Nightmares 2 which got him 13 points Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach uh, which is pending the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes pending Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin Tales of Arise Neo The World that Ends With You he has a counter pick of Final Fantasy 16 which is on my list and that is all pending right now. And he has thirty-three points for Illust B Live in fifth place. We have me. All of mine are pending. Every single one of mine are pending. Um, I have Horizon Forbidden West, Deathloop, Halo Infinite, Final Fantasy 16, Far Cry Six, Solar Ash, Dying Light Two, Stay Human, Call of Duty Twenty Twenty One. I have a counter pick of God of War Ragnarok, which will not release in Twenty Twenty One. Which brings us down to our last place contendant, Ohio. Oh, poor Ohio. Who currently has... Negative seven points. He has got a War Ragnarok on his list, which is not <laughs> pending, which is not releasing. He has Back for Blood, pending. Humankind, pending. He has Evil Genius 2, World Domination, which got him seven points, but then he immediately lost those points because he picked up Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, which got him a negative 11 points. Then he also picked up Bob Mutant, which got him negative three points. He has two open spots and he has a counter pick of Halo Infinite, which is going to screw him up because that's going to drop this year and it's going to do fantastic. So there you, you know what? It.
1: Yeah, what's up? I, I, you know what? I don't know. I th- there's something. There's something telling me. There's gonna be all sorts of bugs with Halo when it comes out.
0: Oh, definitely. There's definitely gonna
1: be bugs. Maybe, like, like oh, like not, not not like a couple. Like I'm like I feel like it's gonna like. There's just something telling me. Something in my heart, in my soul, telling me it's something. It's gonna screw up Halo, and I'm sure like the, the reviews are gonna fix it, and it's gonna be fine, but <laughs> need to, you know what? I need to send him some love. I'm sorry about Biomutant. I really tried <laughs> my best. I really tried to like it more. I really wanted to like it more.
0: Yeah, man. I, I was about to say, uh, I, I don't... I think it's going to do well. I think there's too much on it. Nineball, shut up in chat. He says, so the Final Fantasy 16 is coming out December 32nd. You shut up, man. You shut up. It's coming out this year. It's going to happen. It's going
1: to happen. Uh, dude, oh, what are you talking about? 2025.
0: Oh, and that, that's when uh, GTA 6 is going to be coming out, apparently. That's what the speculation is. Really? On yeah, 2025.
1: Oh, How- didn't they just like decide recently to discontinue like support for that on the PS3 and the X and the 360?
0: I won't be surprised if they're not because again, like, like it's, it's making the
1: money. I, I forgot that they they launched on those consoles too.
0: Yeah,
1: like it's just one of those things that like I don't know, like like you see it like with new consoles all the time where they have like that that buffer that buffer period which is like maybe like two or three years. Where they're like, oh, hey, this game is on the new console and the old console. New console, old console. And then eventually they're like, it's just on the new console. Like, I feel like like with some of the stuff, they're just maybe not doing that. Like, it's... I don't know.
0: That's Rockstar's just, doing, though. That's not necessarily...
1: Like, I, I just... It, it's one of those things that I'm just like... And again, yeah, I understand it's on Rockstar's end. It's just kind of like, how many people do you have like was still playing to, on their PS3? Yeah. And and if you are the one who's playing on your PS3, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Like
0: seven of you like, in a PS4.
1: The seven yeah, of man. you. T- like or one man. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you identify as, I don't care. Just tell me who you are. What are you using your P- PS3 for? I'm curious.
0: I am using my Were- PS3, but for Netflix.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what
1: I've been using they, it for for Netflix. They have so they have TVs with Netflix in them now. It's
0: in my bedroom, so, so
1: they
0: I, have. I, I have a, It's not a smart TV; it's just a normal. I mean,
1: they have screen. Chromecast. They have Roku. They have Apple TV. I think. I mean, that sounds expensive. If you don't have Apple, they got options. <laughs> you got options. and you chose your PS3? <laughs>
0: Yep, yep.
1: Oh for my. god you experience. know what? What is the what is the uh what is the uh the the input for that like? Is what? it is it does it still look old or does it feel does not, it feel dated? It feels
0: dated when it comes to buffering. <laughs> That's when it feels dated. Outside of that, not really. I mean, it, it feels fine. Uh I'm not hardwired in and again, like I said it's in my bedroom which is upstairs all the way to the back so I'm the furthest from the router because I don't plan on gaming with it. I just, I, it's literally to fall asleep to watching Netflix since, again, the, the TV that's in my bedroom is not a smart TV at all. It's just a flat screen, like 32-inch, so we just have that in there for Internet
1: access pretty much. I just You know what? I want to make a YouTube documentary on all of the people who are upset that they can't play uh, GTA five <laughs> online on their PS3 anymore. Like I just, I just want to get them in the room and just like blur out their face, have the distorted voice. I mean, I was really enjoying playing it. Now I can't. <laughs> Nineball <laughs> well, says now I gotta upgrade my console.
0: Nineball says he needs it for Skyrim because that's been in the same boat too as well.
1: <laughs> you know what? Skyrim just, uh, Skyrim just needs to get Fus Rodad. It's, it, it's. How many, how many redos can we do? I yeah, know, right? Um, how many? <laughs> I mean, it's... I mean, I definitely... I, I mean, and I know we've talked about this before, but, like, I know the modding community can really extend the, the shelf life of a game, but I didn't think it was going to expand it for, like, Minecraft levels of time.
0: yeah. Um, before we get to the final story, I definitely want to give you guys a again, reminder, as I'm wearing my Raise Energy t-shirt, that you guys can go to RepSportsReppSports.com. sportscom type in ALWT Gaming to get your Raise Energy drinks, your swag, if you will, water supplements, workout powders, 15% off, that is 1-5% sign off if you type in ALWT Gaming at checkout. So again, rep sports Get your raised energy, where you guys can get your guava mango. You guys can get your Baja uh, Lime or your Baja Blast, whatever it is called. There's sour gummy worms, all sorts of good stuff. A L W T Gaming, 15% off at checkout our R E P P Sports.com. Um, final story, which is a story that I'm actually uh, a game that I'm probably going to jump to after this stream. Final Fantasy 16 still stands, Our Final Fantasy 14 still stands running strong. And actually, Um, And this is actually in here too as well. There's a reason why it had boosted pretty high on Steam over the weekend. Darren Bontius from GameSpot. According to Valve's official site, Final Fantasy XIV has once again broken its record for concurrent players on Steam. With 47,542 players at its peak, the new number has been uh, beaten to 41,000. Uh, for 200 fans who flocked to the game in 2019 for the launch of Shadowbringers on PC. It's worth noting that this figure doesn't include the players on PS4 and PS5, where Final Fantasy XIV also enjoys a healthy and steady audience. I'm one of them. As for why there is a sudden surge in, uh, in number of players, that's likely to thanks to our popular World of Warcraft Twitch streamer, Asmongold, who decided to try the game out for the for himself and had over 200,000 people watching at one point. While Final Fantasy XIV servers filled up with legions of fans who want who wanted to meet him. This references a current uh, a current joke uh, in the World of Warcraft uh, World of Warcraft community that more players from the game are ju- jumping ship to Final Fantasy XIV as players are unhappy unhappy with recent WoW expansions and Blizzard's current direction for the game. "Quote: Many people have moved over to Final Fantasy from WoW, and I understand why." End quote. Osmond Gold said uh, on a recent stream. "Quote: The truth is that Wild's best release, uh, best release in the past five years, has been released. Uh, has been a release that came out about 15 years ago." End quote. Osmond Gold says, referring to Blizzard's re- uh, release of Wild WoW Classic. For longtime fans of Final Fantasy 14, there's a lot. To look forward to in the near future. For Square Enix MMORPG. The game's latest expansion. Endwalker is due for release. In November and brings with, uh, with it. New melee DPS class. Called the Reaper. As well as a male Vieta. And female Hoth- Hothgar. Uh, Rogath, Rogar. Rothgar Races being integrated into the game. So there you have. Final Fantasy 14 again. Once again. Booted up in uh, sales for Steam. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm. I can't be. I can't be more proud of this organiz- like this the, the team that's been working on uh, Final Fantasy XIV: born. It started again. It's one of those No Man's Skies. There's only been two games that's No Man's Sky to Final Fantasy, and one of them is Final Fantasy XIV. There's only been two games that's been like that, and for them to start off from the bottom. With all these complaints and everything, oh, and then just God, they yeah, just the hey, sh- in a positive light is just it's it's a really good thing, and just to see that it even topped what was at before, it's pretty good. Nine ball inside the chat says a lot of people are sick of WoW. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah like I honestly like I haven't seen anything interesting on WoW in quite a long time. Granted, full disclo- full disclosure, never actually played WoW i been interested in it yes have i had the money to actually pay to play it no main reason why i never played it but i <laughs> i've also noticed this kind of this joke where I, I, you, I mean you'll see a lot of like wow players switching over to final fantasy 7 and being like oh wow this is actually like 14. not that bad or 14 yeah final fantasy 14 yeah so it, yeah like a lot of the times like they'll switch over and they'll be like oh wow this is actually like really good and, like, even for me, like, that was, like, one of the first big MMOs that I've actually ever played. And I was like, my God, this is great. This is wonderful. Um, like, do I think it's perfect? No. Like, do, are there things on there that I wish that they would kind of fix and maybe just kind of smooth over? Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, like, that's kind of me being nitpicky at this point. Like, I'll, like, at the very least for me, like, I'm really glad that it still has this huge player base because, at the very least, that, that, tells me that that like like as soon as i actually get to a point where i can actually jump back into the game i have a whole community full of people that i can jump back to like the worst thing that you can feel like especially like with a big multiplayer game is to leave that game and to come back and then no one's playing it yeah and then it just takes forever to like load up into lobbies or to actually get anything interesting or exciting done and it's just a disappointment and and it's one of those things that i'm like i wish i had the means to play the game at this time i just don't because um, i really do want to get through all the content like i'm not even into Heaven's Word yet um with that said i think abs like just blew through it and i think she's in uh uh stormblood
0: stormblood yeah that's right after uh, I,
1: I, yeah i i think abs is somewhere in stormblood but yeah like i mean she was she blew through it uh I, I was kinda of taking my time with it mainly because it was actually that game that helped me realize why I just get so burned out with big open world games. And it's that I tend to just go off and do all of the side stuff first. <laughs> I'm just like where I'm just like I like I'm that guy who just wants to get like super OP with all of like the side quest armor and gear and then I come back to the main plot and they're just like, Oh my god, who are you? like i'm the i'm the one who's 50 levels overpowered for this mission like let's 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 get let's let's just do this like but like that also burned me out i was also playing that game for 13 hours a day like when i had days off it was really unhealthy <laughs> but it's it's really good to hear that like they there's such is and now it's an even bigger community where you have more players that are jumping into it because it is ultimately like a really great game and, I, and the fact that they keep, like, adding this many expansions to it, this much story and lore and love that they're putting into this series, like, it it's so great just to know that. I'm like, dude, that's a huge game I get to come back to. It's a, a whole huge community I get to come back to. Like, and it's nice to know that. Now, am I, exci- am I thrilled to have more DPS? No. Like, I, I'm kind of, like, at a point where I'm just like, Love the DPS class. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the DPS class because I'm just that kind of guy. I like to just swing my sword around and not think about it too much sometimes. Sometimes I don't want to have to be the healer. Sometimes I don't want to have to think. I don't want to have to make sure that I'm keeping you alive because you're making dumb decisions. I want to be the one making the dumb decisions. Help me. <laughs> but it's, I think, like, if, if anything, I'm just kind of like, I, I think I just, if, if I had to give one. Penny, because I don't even know how much my penny is worth at this point. But like, if anything, like I would want their them to kind of fix up the the queuing for for missions because there are parts of the story that I really love, but those parts of the missions are still locked behind multiplayer features where it kind of forces you into these multiplayer features where you have to play with other people. It's like, well, what time of the day am I going to be playing? Are there going to be people that are playing? Um, Like, what if I want to run through with my Dragoon? Like, if I want to run through with my Dragoon, am I going to have to wait 30 minutes to an hour just to find the rest of the party because everyone wants to be a DPS? Or, in most cases, there's just so many DPS classes that it makes it harder for people to kind of maybe want to be one of the other two classes. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I kind of wish that they at the very least, would kind of round out the class system. At the very least, kind of, like, have each of the classes be, like, equal. I would have preferred that. So That way there's, like, equal parts, the like DPS, tank, and, and uh, healer. So that way you can have that balance to be able to shift towards them all. And plus, I feel like if there were more tanks or more healers, I feel like that would actually maybe encourage people to play as those classes a little bit more. But again... I haven't been playing the game in at least a year, I'd say. So, take take my word for what it's worth. Grain of salt, grain of sand, whatever. But that's that's just my opinion. But ultimately, I will say this is really good news, and I'm really glad that there's still such a big community to it. Uh, yeah, because I, I do plan on going back. I just need the the, 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 the means, and then I will get back in there.
0: <laughs> oh. It's Nineball. I commented in and the bunny uh, and the male bunny man. So talk about the Vieta class. and then also when oh, people. you know are, it. And also when people are too stupid and, uh, to step <laughs> out of the fire, I just I just watch them burn because again, that's our designated healer. If you guys are not curious,
1: uh, I mean, wonder. sometimes I don't see the AOE. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nineball. I'm sorry. Sometimes that AOE surprises me.
0: <laughs> but guys, that actually. Wraps up our Alt Things Gaming episode 54. And if you guys are watching our Anchor, I believe it's episode... Let me take a look and see what episode that is. And the reason why it's a different episode on Anchor is because we started Anchor much later than um, when we were doing this streaming on YouTube. So um, so that's the reason why you guys might be listening to episode 41, which is what this is uh, officially for Anchor. So this is episode 41 for Anchor, but it's episode 54 for YouTube and for Twitch. Um, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, of course, uh, uh, you guys can check out again our social media platforms. Pretty much on that, everything, just type in ALWT Gaming. If you have a hard time finding us on YouTube, just type in at least we tried, because at least we tried. And um, at least we tried gaming, I should say, because at least we tried. Uh, make sure you guys check out our website, www.alwtgaming.com. This Thursday, once again, stay to play. Uh, which is going to be Deathloop and some indie titles. We're going to be reacting to that and watching that at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, followed by a Smite Night at 8 p.m. later on that evening. So be on the lookout for that. Until next time, everybody, we'll see you guys next Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Control, alt,
1: complete.
0: Peace out.